everything's fine. I don't know if I can trust it, but here we go. Oh, boy. Yahoo. Oh, boy. I mean, it looks like it's happening. Can you hear us? I can't. Not without you. I'm trying to them. Oh. Well, I can't hear them either. <laughs> uh, I'm Alexis. I'm Haley. And it's hysterical history time. Woo! Podcast oh. about history that's supposed to be funny, too. <laughs> We've already lost, like, half of the new listeners. Yeah. Bye-bye. Like, well, I'm not laughing yet, so. Well, you didn't tell a joke in the first two minutes, so <laughs> I'm done with this. I'm not laughing yet, so the comedy isn't working. Were those supposed to be jokes? Because they were bad. Is that a punchline? <laughs> Anyway, welcome. Uh, today we're going to talk about a sweet baby boy. I mean, he's a grown man. <laughs> he's at probably some dead. point he yeah. was, and he's dead. But at some <laughs> point he was a boy uh, named Yasuke. Yasuke, mm-hmm. beautiful boy. Yes, uh, Yasuke in Japanese means the black one. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> so. There you go. Very descriptive name. Named, <laughs> named by, a, like, a scientist. Yeah. We're going to assume that's not his, uh, you know, God-given name. It's not his parent God wasn't name. like, you are the dark <laughs> you one. You are the black one. You, my darkness In child. Japanese. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, we're going to talk about him today. I got most of my information from a book called, it's going to spoil what happens, but it's fine. Oh, no. Uh, a book called African Samurai. Yeah. Uh, the True Story of Yasuke, a Legendary Warrior in Feudal Japan. Nice. But I have to talk about this book for a minute. Yeah. Because I've already talked to you about it a bit. Yeah. Um, it's by <laughs> two guys, Thomas Lockley and Jeffrey Gerard, uh, which imagine Jeffrey Gerard being your name. Like, I mean, you've probably killed someone, right? Like Jeff Jeff. Like, kind of. Hi, Jeff. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. (laughs) Jeff, Jeff. Jeff, Jeff. They're going to listen to this and be like, I hate these girls. They're so annoying. Um, (laughs) Well, so is your book a little bit. It's kind of annoying. But, uh, yeah, I want to talk about the book for a minute because there are very few resources uh, to look at about this specific person that are in English. Uh, A lot of them are in Japanese, obviously. Uh, A lot of them are in Portuguese, because they're there. Um, <laughs> and some of them are in French because there was a French guy. So none of those do I read. Um, <laughs> none of those? No. Do, none of those do I read. None of those do I read. <laughs> none of those languages am I able to read. So um, this is the only book or only really like comprehensive uh, source that's in English so that I could actually read it. However, this book is like half, uh, like kind of biography, like Josiah style Ben, you know, where it's like, it's very, it's pretty factual, but then there's like some flavor in there, Mm -hmm. but he's pretty, but Ben's really clear about when he's. Yeah. Like you can be a history book writer and still like have some pizzazz. Totally. And like a few of the books I've talked about that I've read were very good as far as like, they're very entertaining while also being very factual. So I'm like, good job. You know, you can set some scene. I don't mind that. But, like, half of this book feels like historical fiction writing, mm-hmm. where it's, like, writing conversations that I'm like, did someone write this down? Or, like, no. <laughs> did they write down what they act like the dialogue? And a lot of it is history of the area that is just not necessary to the story. Mm-hmm. Um, like, on my 
ebook, it is 840 pages. Oh, which wow. you know, it, the screen is smaller, sure. so like it doubles in size, perhaps, uh, on an ebook. But it's still like 400 something pages, which I think is too long. Um, for are there this physical copies, or is book? it purely an ebook? No, I think there are physical copies. I just couldn't get one, mm-hmm. you know, right now. Yeah, but <laughs> I think it's one. It's too long, and two, because Yasuke didn't write a lot down himself, as you might suppose. It's from other people's perspective, talking about him generally, the mm-hmm. sources, which is fine, but it means that a lot of it is like not about him, especially yeah. at the beginning. Which is where I am. <laughs> I haven't finished the book yet. That's where all of us are. So at the beginning. I just want you to know I'm trying to streamline this. I read of my eight hundred page thing, I read like two hundred pages to get this episode. Nice. And I it's like barely yeah. enough for like what I standardly have as my length. So it's it's such a good example yeah. of uh hardships of learning history. Mm-hmm. It's like we don't have any primary sources. Even the, quote, primary sources are from other people's perspectives. Yeah. We don't have anything in our language that we can read. Mm -hmm. And the one that we do is half fiction. Yeah. So that's basically history uh, scholarship in a nutshell. Totally. And I would entreat any historians who perhaps you are the first person to tell the story of someone in English, please do just like a standard scholarly book first. Because, like, we were talking about this. The whole Wikipedia page is basically based on this book. A lot of it is. And uh, I don't know, like, how much of it did they actually check to see, is this part of the fiction part or part of the real part? Yeah. And like I said, it's not really, like, fiction so much as, like, he's speculating Mm -hmm. on maybe what people are doing and things. And I don't think in necessarily a bad way, but... Like, it is entertaining. It's confusing the way it's written, what is factual and what is assumptive. Mm-hmm. And I that's what annoys me because like in, you know, I'm just comparing Ben's book about Josiah because that's the most recent one I read. But in there, he pretty clearly will, he'll write a conversation and he'll say like, well, at least that's what Josiah said happened, but he wasn't there. Yeah. So he's probably, how could he know? <laughs> he's making um, it up. And so that makes it fun because then you're like, this is an interesting thing to read. And then afterwards makes it very clear like, well, this might not be real. It's probably not. He wasn't there. But, uh... This, yeah, these authors don't really do that. So it's kind of complicated. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you in a nutshell what I've learned so far about him from this book. Give me that nutshell. They also do what I think is very egregious to um, <laughs> wow. telling historical stories. It's not in order. Egregious. Mm-hmm. No, that's too – you're being, like, cinematic with us. There are flashbacks. You can you can do that if you're writing a historical person mm-hmm. that has been done to death. Sure. Like, you're doing the life of, like, an English queen. Yeah. Or like Napoleon mm-hmm. or, I don't know, Founding Father. Yeah. Uh, you can, yeah, put it out of order. Make it like a movie. Not if it's like the the only book on your person yeah. in that in your language. What are no. you? You can't. It's not. He'll <sighs> do things like he'll, he'll see a slave ship with children and then he'll remember when he was a child on a ship. And I'm just like. Could you just tell me in order what happens, please? Because mm-hmm. then every time that happens, I have to go back to the beginning of my document, be like, ah, oh, this, and then go along again, go back to where I was, and then flashbacks again. It's just, it's very inconvenient for what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, we're done ranting about it right now. <laughs> Hysterical history, <Let's>... <laughs> where we 
We do book reviews. Judge people (laughs) hard. Uh, But let's talk about Yasuke. So uh, there's no record of his date of birth or country of birth. Yeah. Which is fair. Um, And most historians are assuming he comes from, like, Mozambique. uh, But others have said, like, Ethiopia or Nigeria. But generally, like, that area, like, northernish Africa. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I said, Yasuke means the black one. (laughs) Very kind name to very, give him. Very kind one. Um, it's. I mean, if anyone had any doubt who they were talking about, yeah, you'd just be like, you'll know. Yeah, you'll get it. You'll know, and it'll it'll be clear at like at the end of this episode how big of a deal that is. Mm-hmm. Um, so when he's a kid, he lived in a village and he guards livestock. So he like sleeps in the barn. Oh, um, uh, what what years about are we talking? Um, they get to Japan in 1579. Okay, so, and he's probably in his 20s or 30s. So is Japan still on lockdown, or have they opened to? They're open. Okay, when they get there, nice at least. Uh, but so he right now it's probably like the 1550s or 40s when he's a kid. Cool. And it's confusing because I read a couple articles about this, too, that are all mostly from this book. But some historians are also trying to make a movie about him or a documentary, mm-hmm. different ones, like French ones, I think. And they think that he wasn't a slave and other people think he was a slave. It's unclear. But he, in any case, is rounded up in his village onto a boat and then taken away. Yeah, there. Hmm. <laughs> what is another reason to do that? Um, I think it was suggested perhaps uh, to get child soldiers um, so that they weren't selling him, perhaps. Great. But, you know, um, it's, whatever. Uh, <laughs> they don't sound great. <laughs> no, no, it's not good. And that, uh, so that, yeah, a whole bunch of kids and him get gathered up from their town and then. It's murky exactly where he goes, but he ends up in India. I guess at some point in India, if he was a slave, which we're assuming probably he was, that he either earns his freedom um, by participating in a war or something, Mm -hmm. which I guess, like, I don't know, for valor, they let you go. How nice. Imagine. (laughs) Imagine. (laughs) (laughs) I guess. Or... His, like, master died, mm-hmm. and so then he's just free. Great. I mean, wow. Imagine that. Uh, ima- imagine. <laughs> I don't, yeah, this it isn't the same. feels a little weird to just be extolling the virtues of another system of no, slavery. No, I'm but just saying, like, you know, there are differences. It's, it's be- better? There's be- a reason better? that, like, the most famous slavery is American slavery, yeah. I feel, and it's because it was the most intense it's version of so slavery. intense and so, like... We should keep this. Mm-hmm. But it's so great for us. Yeah. No. So aggressive. Right, because everywhere stop. on Earth has had slaves before. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just a thing that people, yeah. humans think is a good idea. I mean, sometimes it, it's a great idea if you're not a slave. Yeah. <laughs> I, you, I say that in a completely amoral, yes. historical sense. Totally. Uh, if you and, have, like, morals and humanity, not a great idea. Yeah, and, like, modern, especially modern sensibilities. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they don't always call them slaves. You know, it's, right. maybe it's really intense uh, serfdom yeah, and, or and, something. Yeah, and uh, they point out in the book that just because they're slaves doesn't necessarily mean they're not getting paid. That sometimes these slaves marry into the family and then they're not slaves anymore. Um and other things like that, they let them go. Which is so, unimaginable for the American flavor. Exactly. So it's not, I'm not saying it's 
I mean, it is better, <laughs> but like it doesn't seem as racist. Barely better, you know, but like different. An unracist slavery, less racist. L- slavery. Less racist, more <laughs> less every, dense. Every sorry, everyone's welcome. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, he gets free at some point in India. Uh, and we know that because in India he meets up with uh, his new um, employers because he's not. I, he, at this point, he's not a slave anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, he just needs work. Just needs work. And uh, he meets up with. Uh, I, I'm going to say his name wrong a thousand times because every time I type it, I type it wrong. Oh no! I, I, it's a vowel thing. I don't know why. Uh-huh. Um, Valignano. Is a a Jesuit priest. Yep, those Jesuits. And he wants Yasuke to be his bodyguard. (laughs) Nice. Because uh, at this point, Yasuke is 6'2". Oh, my God. In 1570s. (laughs) Oh, my God. He's huge. He's a big boy. He's gigantic. Oh, my gosh. And um, he's also, they presume he's been trained to be a soldier as a child. He seems to be very skilled at it. Oh, my God. Which I think is why the assumption comes that he earned his freedom from war. Um, I I love him. (laughs) Yeah. He's pretty great. That's so so cool. It's pretty sweet. The Jesuit's like, that you. (laughs) I need that guy. You. Look at him. Protect. Uh, protect me, please. Yeah, so he joins them and they go, they are in India for a while and then they go to China uh, and like around Southeast Asia and then where we start, they're in uh, Japan. Mm-hmm. Because Valignano is like the new head of the Jesu- Jesuit, like Asia sector. Mm, okay. He's in charge of it now. The the uh eastern branch. Yes, of the Jesuit kingdom over here. The Jesuit corporation, uh-huh. if you will. Yeah. Um, regional manager. Yeah. <laughs> Assistant to the regional manager. <laughs> so he's doing. The regional manager is still God. Don't yeah. get uppity. Don't get it twisted. And so just so people know what's going on in Japan right now cuz I'm not sure everybody is aware. Yeah, um, like who doesn't know their 1500s Japanese history? Like come on everybody. I mean, I know <laughs> I know all the people who do and they're all the people who are from Japan. Fair. And all the people who watch anime. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> this is called the Japanese call it the age of the country at war. Mm-hmm. Um this is Japanese civil war time and specifically not just civil war time but um Shogun time. Yeah. It is warring lords of very small tracts of land time. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good time for myths and legends and looking back and romanticizing. 100%. My brain was like conjured warring states period. And then my brain was like, isn't that China? And it is. <laughs> but it's the same concept of small, the country broken into pieces, and then they're all fighting for being in charge. Are there... What's is there a, any date overlap by chance between no. warring states? No, uh, completely the one different. in the specific warring states period in China because I looked it up was like in BC. Oh, okay, yeah. So well, no, then clearly not. I just not. showed my hand. <laughs> I mean, China does it more than once, mm-hmm. so it's just that specific one. The big one is the, like real far back. The big one, yeah. Uh, and they still have an emperor, but nobody cares. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah fair. And shoguns are appointed by the emperor, but recently a shogun um, who is like the most in charge shogun abolished shoguns. <laughs> okay. Then, but, uh, like, who are you? I don't know. <laughs> He's just in charge, you know? 
He's a big man on Except campus. Except for me. I mean, he's just not calling himself that anymore, <laughs> sure. I think. But anyway, the point is, you may there. call me Lord Emperor <laughs> instead. They do call them lords, so there's yep. that. But yeah, Emperor is kind of a figurehead there. Everybody's fighting. That's what's going on. Mm-hmm. So this is a really good time to get some Jesuits in here because <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you guys know, but Jesuits are like the military arm of Catholicism. Yeah, they're they're weird. Not anymore. We should obviously we should do something about Jesuits because they're a I weird mean, like. You know, very famous for being missionaries and academics, but also, like, soldier people. Yeah. What? Uh, I have a quote, actually, I'm just going to throw in here from Napoleon uh, that says, The Jesuits are a military organization, not a religious order. <laughs> and I'm like, I think he would know. He's uh, he's salty about something. And he's right. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, that's not a church. That's, a, that's an army if I've ever seen one. They lied. Burn the church. <laughs> Churches suck, dude. When he steals the Pope's seat, he's like, I crown myself. This one's mine. Ha ha. Can't get up to I'm no. in charge. Sneaky business. <laughs> Religion is stupid. <laughs> I am at the top. If you're Napoleon. I have a hat. But uh, yeah, like I mentioned, he's, Yasuke is 6'2". Um, the average height of people in Japan at the time is 5'2". Yeah. But yeah, some, some people even say it's lower than five feet. Because Japanese people just tend to be shorter mm-hmm. um, than other people in general, but especially shorter than this incredibly tall man. Um, like this man. <laughs> what? <laughs> this beautiful mountain of a man. Oh, yeah, dude. I, yeah, and I don't know if you will know this. I do because I took uh, East Asian history a lot and specifically Chinese history. But uh, the Chinese would call Japanese people dwarves. Because they're short. Because <laughs> both of them are very rude to each other. They are. They're very racist towards each other. And, uh, yeah, and they're shorter. So the Chinese were like, those little dwarves over there. Yeah. And you're like, cool, it's not nice cool. to say. Those uh, hairy dwarf people. But, yeah. And I said, uh, something we never consider, I feel like, for people traveling back in time, is that, like, you got to be short. Because yeah. otherwise you're going to be gigantic. <laughs> Already got it. Like, <laughs> right, because, like, Yasuke is 6'2", which is, is tall, right? Mm-hmm. But it's, like, he's tall so much that people are, like, whoa. Whereas, like, What's but even if, you? like, I went to Japan at this time, they're 5'2", and I'd be 5'7". Yeah. And they'd be, like, uh, why is this woman so tall? We might get a pass because we're extremely foreign. Yeah, because <laughs> we're white women. They're, like, maybe just white women are tall. <laughs> maybe it's, like, some weird Dutch thing. And I they don't, don't have a lot of women coming in, so they'd probably just be, like, well, I don't know. Yeah, those women are really tall. More confused about like <laughs> everything else yeah. about you. Yeah. What What are those glasses? That's weird. Cat eyes. With sequins. <laughs> but then, uh, you know, we run into the Portuguese, and we're taller than them, and it's awkward. <laughs> Punch out all the Portuguese. <laughs> Look at you, are small, very tiny. And as you can guess, he's also like you said, mountain of a man. Not just tall, but he's very muscular man. Oh yeah. Uh, I guess there's talks about um, two different studios. I think want to make a movie about him right now, like major studios. Yeah. Which I'm like, duh. But one of them I read said they wanted Chadwick Boseman to play him. Mm. And as much as I love Chadwick Boseman and think he's wonderful and beautiful and how tall. The- um, I think he's like six feet tall. He's pretty tall. Yeah. But when I'm picturing Yasuke, I'm picturing a tall man, but also like big man. Mm-hmm. And so I'm more like, I feel like it should be like Winston Duke, who plays M'Baku yeah. in, in uh, Black Panther. At least. Or um, like Oak from Hamilton, who mm-hmm. plays Madison and Hercules. Like yeah. that kind of man is what I'm thinking of when I'm picturing him. Yes. I'm a 
Big boy. Oh, my soft, beautiful boy. I've been climbing like mountain. <laughs> Big boy. Like a tree. Um, and they're trading goods. That's why they're here. Sort of. You know, also religion. <laughs> sort of. But they bring goods um, like Chinese silk, Chinese scrolls of healing, Chinese medicines, and Portuguese guns. <laughs> Hell yeah. Pew, <laughs> pew, pew. And that's what people really want. Yeah. Because, like I said, we fighting. So, like... I need some weapons. <laughs> you know what samurais aren't famous for is their guns. Yeah, but they should have them. It'll help. So, yeah, Yasuke arrives with Alessandro Valignano. <laughs> Alessandro Valignano. Who I think is um, Italian, I'm assuming, One from how his name is. Would hope. But he's here um, from the king of Portugal mm-hmm. who sent them this way. Yeah. Because very Catholic. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, he's from Naples, so... He's probably Italian. Yeah. Uh, he got a law degree when he was 18 years old. Oh. And then he entered the church, but he was put into jail for slashing a woman's face with a sword for huh. unknown reasons. Huh. And when he got out, he joined the Jesuits. <laughs> yeah. This is a common uh, theme with Jesuits. Um, they're kind of misfits from the actual church. Young man, there's a place you can come. <laughs> yes. There's a... There's a thing where, like, you know, you have to have a certain moral standing to be, like, an actual um, clergyman. Mm -hmm. But Jesuits are kind of considered not fully in the clergy. They're not. Yeah. They're they're the... the, It's a little loosey-goosier. If you're a Jesuit, it's because you're supposed to be sent out of town away Mm -hmm. from everyone else. And they operate on a convert-at-all-cost situation. (laughs) To, to which it's intense sometimes. Yeah. So uh, I put my notes. The Jesuits back then are sketchy. They're fu- they seem fine now. Yeah. They're, like a, a lot of things. Mm-hmm. They, Everybody's calmed down. Everyone's kind of like more chilled out. Mm-hmm. Everyone has Twitter now. Their attention <laughs> is in too many places. They can get their frustration out in a way that's not slashing a woman's face with a sword. With a, right. Like that wouldn't be your first thing to yeah. do. They'll just get a... Socket, you know, puppet mm-hmm. account, and just leave a mean comment. They'll just, yeah, rage against the machine yeah. online. Uh, unless, you know, I don't know if you saw the thing on Twitter, but a whole bunch of people, like, got hacked. Oh, like, I big saw people. that. They had to cancel all of the... And they turned off all the verified accounts. <laughs> it was wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> but they could retweet. They just couldn't tweet themselves. <laughs> Good. Silent. <laughs> so I saw a tweet that was like, the revolution starts with the unverified. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> anyway, um, but they want to save souls, but they also want Japanese, or they know the Japanese want guns. Mm-hmm. So they're like, if we give them guns, we can trade guns for them to be Christian. Missionary basically. work is weird sometimes. It's intense, especially Jesuits are just like extra intense. You know what'll lead them to God if we let them kill each other? And to give you an idea of what else is happening in the world, um, it's the plague. Uh, there's religious. I, mean, what, I don't what, mean now. One of, one of the plagues. I don't mean. Yeah, I don't mean now. I mean yeah, in 1579. Not, not even the original plague. Nope. Just a plague. Bubonic plague. Yeah. Um, there are religious wars in Europe, so that's fun. Jesuits yeah. are like, I'm outie. I want to be somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I don't have to be here. You guys got it handled here. And um, Sir Francis Drake just claimed California for Queen Elizabeth. Yay! That'll work out. That'll. Yeah, everyone remembers that he discovered California and that it belongs to the English. And it's English. Yeah. Famously English. <laughs> totally. <laughs> California. Definitely. The Spanish won't take that. Uh, that's, that's why all the cities are named like Los Angeles yeah. and stuff. They're that's all the, named after Elizabeth. That's that's Welsh. Yeah. It's Welsh. <laughs> it's Welsh. <laughs> San Diego, that's Welsh. Mm-hmm. But so uh, 
the Jesuits right now are doing really well in Japan. Mm-hmm. So he's like, we're going to stay here and just camp as long as possible. Oh, yeah. So that's where Yasuke is going to be. Uh, Valiano writes home. And he talks about how much he hates being on boats. It's just the worst. Which, like, yeah, it's 1579. It is the worst. You're going to be there forever. Uh, so he's real happy to just chill out. Um, yeah. And like I said, the 1500s are not when you want to be on a boat. It's real bad. They don't believe in bathing. So everyone smells really bad. Yeah. And there's also, you know, the rats and disease and starving and stuff. Yeah. So it's, like, not fun. Never forget that the past sucked on a very basic level. On just, like, an extreme level that you can't even remember all the reasons why it's worse than now. Mm-hmm. Off the yeah, top of your like head. Like, you wouldn't even consider it till you got there and you're like, no. oh, right, the sewage goes into the road. Speaking of which, I never thought about until I was reading something at the end of this, like, episode that I'll tell you about later, about how many... People in the past had their foot stepped on by a horse oh, because yeah. there's just so many horses in the streets and people yeah. are just like booking it and you're just like around and they just don't care. That'd be a thing. And like and kicked like, by horses oh, probably. Yeah, it hurts so bad. Yeah. Never thought about it. I was just like, oh, <laughs> the pain. And like just, you know, being trampled to death by a horse right. too. Even so. far more common than getting your finger slammed in a car door. Yeah. Because they're there's everywhere. Like four little horse toes. Mm-hmm. With the thick little nails <laughs> clip-clopping all over town. Clippity-clopping on your feet. Clippity-clopping. They don't give an F. Horses are so... <laughs> they're a lot. They're so beautiful and terrifying. And and stupid. They're, like, they're very sublime in that way. They'll, like... I mean, they're stupid, but that's why they're good, because then they listen. <laughs> yeah, like, walk that's past, like, the same tree you've walked past a million times, and today they're like, what the hell is that? No! What is that? I hate it. I'm scared. <laughs> um, but so the ship they're on has Portuguese people, uh, Indian people, Chinese people, and other Africans. So we're just very multicultural on this I know. boat. Sometimes I even I forget like how global the world was even then. Yeah. Although I guess the 1500s is pretty modern in general terms. Sure. And it's and it's like when um, the Portuguese are really like doing their business. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, it's not super surprising that it's, like, a ton of people on here. And you just pick up people on the way, like, get on here. Yeah. Do what you got to do. Um, but Yasuke and the Jesuits are not eating hard tack, uh, which is basically slop from Big Brother. Why are they not eating hard tack? Because the Jesuits came on this boat with livestock, oh. figs, honey, and wine. Have you ever tried hard tack? No. Sounds gross. It's, uh, at least the stuff I had was very dry. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would it's, assume so. It's because it'll keep better. They, uh, they sell it in grocery stores in Alaska. That's adorable. For, like, <laughs> for, you know, for bush pilots and people <laughs> who go out into the, in the bush. In case you forget that Alaska's in the past. Hard tack. <laughs> Hard. Like, if you go to an urban center, it's only about 10 years in the past. Yeah. But the farther into the <laughs> woods you go, it goes, I mean, there are towns that are still, like, on the serfdom like case system. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I've been there. It's extremely beautiful. Sure. Uh, but also, like, you know, don't go into debt. Otherwise, like, someone's going to own you. Or else you're in debtor's prison. <laughs> yeah, you're going to live there for the rest of your life as someone's little worker buddy. Yay. <laughs> anyway. I have a quote that says, While Alessandro Valignano's name means nothing almost today, uh, or almost nothing today, in the late 1500s, it moved armies, assembled fleets, and raised cities. Oh, he was like an important guy. He's like a big deal. Wow. Yeah. 
I mean, he's like in charge of the eastern branch of the Jesuits. <laughs> Assistant to the regional manager. <laughs> Come on. Um, and essentially where he is, his title, sorry, is Visitor to the Indies oh. um, by Pope Gregory the Thirteenth. Um, Too many Gregs. And then basically they send him there and they say like, just, you know, we got to get in there. And uh, the only person he technically answers to is the Pope. Oh. And the Pope is really far away. And God? No. No. Just the Pope. We don't even, we're not no. even admitting that God's there anymore. I guess that's way, I mean, that's more of a Protestant thing. I said thing. person. Yeah. That's true. So it depends on whether you think God counts as a person. Yeah. <laughs> I meant human on earth. Yes. Uh, Fair. So just the Pope. <laughs> His cat. And then nobody else. Nobody so basically, else. no one. Because what are they going to do? The regional manager is the Pope. I mean, even nowadays, like, you're in <laughs> Japan and you answer to someone in Italy. What are they going to do? How do they know what you're doing day to day? They get you, on a, you. get you on a Zoom call and they're like, you're doing that? And hey. then you say bye. <laughs> Click. <laughs> oh, the internet in Japan's really bad. Bye. <laughs> Click. But, yeah, it's like, what are they going to do? They can't even talk to each other unless they send a letter that's going to take, like, months to get there. Right. So. Do whatever you want. There's a wide margin of do what I want and hope the results are good. Pretty much. Um, so before they get off the ship, they see another ship approaching, and they are afraid it's a pirate ship because it oh. looks like one. And so they start dousing the deck with water, and they pull up their boards and fire out, like get ready to load cannons, just to, like go, go, go. Um, were, and they, then, were they sure it was pirates? No, okay. they're just worried. <laughs> just in case. They're just ready. Yeah. Uh, and it's okay because it's just other Jesuits. Because <laughs> they're on like a pirate boat. They look like pirates. <laughs> they're Jesuits. That should give you an idea when fellow Jesuits see a boat and they're like, that's pirates. And then it's just more <laughs> Jesuits. The, the Jesuits on the other boat are also like, get water on the <laughs> deck. Get them. It might be pirates. Uh, but the leader of that ship is um, Brother Ambrosius Fernandez. Oh, my God. Uh, and he's described as acting more like a hardened sailor than a clergyman. Ooh. Because he is. Because he is. Because remember, he's in the Jesuits. Because <laughs> he's uh, a Jesuit. Ambrosius apparently prayed to God and said he would serve him if he helped him make it through a storm in Macau. Man, that's like nothing. You should have held out for... I agree. On the other hand, I've never been in like a deep ocean storm. In Macau in the uh, 1500s. Where the waves could be like, you just like look up and up and yeah. up. And you're like, well, this was such a bad idea. I mean. Why am I out here in the 1500s? That's really close to the same area where Ching Shi's husband died in like that like typhoon or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's not a good spot. So I get it. Yeah. On second thought, I'm like, that's, <laughs> that's, fair. that's fair. But he did live. Mm-hmm. And so then he's like, I guess I have to do it now. I really appreciate people that do that and they're like well fair enough commitment <laughs> yeah right because most people are like thanks and then they don't do anything and it's like dude well clearly it was a coincidence you lied yeah <laughs> how dare you um but he asks them to go to a different port he wants them to go to uh kuchinotsu instead of nagasaki where they are which means they have to travel for another day which they're all like i'd rather die but they do it anyway <laughs> I'd rather die. Which is hilarious because I looked it up and it's an hour and a half by car. But if they yeah. take their boat, it's going to take them a whole day. <laughs> I'm like, that sucks. That's boat the life. past is bad. Boat life. Well, um, on the other hand, like yeah. how long would it have taken on horse? Oh, I'm sure it would have taken at least a day. Yeah. Yeah. Like same amount. But they travel mostly while they're there by boat because Japan is, a, you know, islands. It's an island. Multiple islands. And um, yes, <laughs> it is island nation. Yes. And also it's just like... 
terrible terrain in general. Mountainous. Japan is super mountainous, and it's just difficult. Yeah. The fact that people live there is incredible, and they thrive. And, and that so many people very well live there. Yeah. Shocking. It's like, wow, you are efficient. Yeah. It's nuts. Uh, I did a thing for school, for uh, college, that was a like presentation about mountains. Mm-hmm. And I did where it was like the... Like, the, the figure I was given was that it was 80% mountainous. I've looked it up now, and it says 40 to 60, so it's, like, debatable. Mm-hmm. But at 80% mountainous, I, it's, like, Japan is approximately the size of California, and I did the math for, like, the, like, area that's livable that's not mountainous or, like, arable, and it was, like, West Virginia size or something. Mm-hmm. It was tiny, and I was just like, that sucks. <laughs> How do they do this? That's not enough. It's so confusing. That's not enough. But it makes, yeah, foot travel when there are, you know, paved roads and things cleared out of the way, incredibly difficult. So boats it is. Uh, they describe what Yasuke's wearing. Ooh. What is he wearing? Tell me about his um, dress. He's got Portuguese clothes on, baggy pantaloons, a white shirt, and a velvet doublet or Ooh. doublet. Ooh, um, he's hot. He's also hot. got an Indian blade that's wavy. Oh, my God. Uh, with two grooves cut into it to make it lighter. I couldn't, like, create an OC this cool. <laughs> I know. This is, he's so cool. He's incredible. That's why even though this book is, like, difficult and, like, I'm not positive about everything being, like, perfectly accurate, mm-hmm. I just want to talk about him so bad. Yeah. That I just have to. <laughs> he's Sorry. so, he's so cool. He's so cool. Uh, he also has a curved Arabic dagger. So he's got weapons from all around. He's very worldly. He's so, like, <laughs> international. Oh, and he's wearing a white turban also. Oh, oh my gosh. Um, so somebody who knows how to draw, can you draw him, please, for me who listens? I mean, I'm going to see him. I'm going to draw a piccolo, but without the <laughs> antenna, and he's going to be black. Perfect. I mean, it's basically the same. It's just that. Essentially the same. <laughs> <laughs> Bigelow is Portuguese. Like, who knew? Much. Originally from Ethiopia. <laughs> the, the whole Namek thing with was... Portuguese people. <laughs> that makes a weird amount of sense when you throw in, like, Frieza's whole thing and yeah. just... I mean, I, I'm, I need to stop thinking about this or it's all I'm going to think about. <laughs> or it's all I'll be able to do. Oh, man. Some people are going to be really lost and some people are going to be, like, and shut gonna up. Be right on there. Shut up. Uh, they get off the ship mm-hmm. and they hear people singing. And it's Japanese Christians singing Te Duum uh, Laudamus, which is the O God We Praise. But they're struggling because it's in Latin, and they're not great at Latin. Like, who is? It's it's the language of the privileged. Yeah, but I guess it's the same hymn that was sung when Joan of Arc uh, took back Orléans for France. So, famously nice hymn time. Hymn time. It's a good one. Um, Christianity in Japan right now is at 1%. So yeah. it, the Jesuits didn't have that stick in power they were hoping for, perhaps, mm-hmm. 500 years ago. But, uh, you know, good try. Yeah. Because uh, I was like, I'm pretty sure they're, like, very non-Christian. It's, and I looked it up and yeah. I was like, yeah. It's got to be a pretty, really. pretty low percentage. Yeah, 1%. But, uh, you know, that's not right now. Right now it's way higher mm-hmm. because they've gotten in there. Uh, and this is the end of... Uh, Valignano's or Valignano's uh, six-year journey from Rome. It took him six years to get all the way over here because he had to stop and do other stuff. But it's yeah, it's a long time. So he's got to be kind of like sigh of relief that he just gets to chill here for a bit. Hope it's nice here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but like I said, they're having a civil war, and um, 
recently the Jesuits backed the wrong side, like the losing side. Oh, no. So Yasuke is specifically there looking for assassins against Valignano. Nice. Because it's very likely. That's why he got hired in the first place. Um, They meet Lord Arima uh, Horonobu, and I'm just calling him Arima. Mm -hmm. Arima. Uh, And he's the ruler of Kochinotsu, which is where they went. Um, and he's 12 years old. Oh, the, the lord of the land. But he's in charge. Little lord. Very <laughs> uh, small. You know, that always goes really well. Yeah, they're all always, like, super wise yeah. when they're 12. Yeah. He, basically, in my mind, he's just like Zuko at like the beginning of the show. Uh, yeah, it's like just Japanese tiny lord. Yeah, for matter. He like has a fight with his dad. You know, it's a whole thing. Ever met a twelve-year-old boy? <laughs> That's who's running your like countryside. Yeah, your your section. You can't like argue with him. Uh, and everybody's staring at Yasuke a lot because you know, obviously, it's like. Oh, my God. Because he's tall, and he's muscular, and he's black. And uh, I believe he's the first black man that they're, like, positive has been to Japan. First documented. Yeah. Like I said, there's other Africans on his boat, but I think they don't normally get off the boat. They just Mm. trade and they leave. Sure. So they don't usually see them, like, just walking around. Yeah, like, people on the wharf might see black people, but people in town and people inland Mm -hmm. are like, what the? What's happening? I didn't know a man could be so hot. Yeah, pretty much. Um... So yeah, they everybody's shook and they're staring at him, um, and they think he's at first uh, Tenjiku or uh, Indian. Oh. I think he's from India. Sure, because that's just the darkest people they've seen. Sort of slow roasted. They're Indian. like, why is he so dark? <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> You're very dark for You're an Indian. Very dark for an Indian guy. <laughs> it's like he's not. Um, but he's awesome. He's like vaulting over the side of the boat. He's pulling out his spear oh. and being like, "Back up, guys!" Because oh you know. His his charge is coming off the boat. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my god! Fanning herself. Um, they meet two Jesuit dudes, um, Father Foi. <laughs> Foi. Foi. Um and he translates for Valignano uh, because he's the one who's best at Japanese, which I think is adorable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this like French guy's like, I got the Japanese. That's cool. I got it. And then Francisco Cabral, who thinks Europeans shouldn't and couldn't learn Japanese, which sounds like he can't learn Japanese. <laughs> so he thinks it's impossible. It is impossible. And he I, they, I tried. And that they shouldn't learn Japanese. So he's judging foi like quite a bit. Yeah. Which like. It sounds like you're just rude and annoying. Right. So thanks for you that. You couldn't do something, and whenever anyone else tries, you're like, well, don't. But don't worry about Cabral, because Valignano's here to take his job. <laughs> Get out. He's like, yeah, here's a note from the Pope that says I'm here now. Goodbye. Wow, that must, that, what a power play. Rough. Here's a note from the Pope that says get out. I know. What? Yikes. Oh. And we're just not going to talk about him anymore. <laughs> what? But I'm the regional manager. No, nope. you're 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 the assistant to the assistant of the regional you're, manager. I mean, now. I think he's being sent back to Europe. Like <laughs> he's not like you're, here anymore. I don't think you're fired. Yeah, yikes! It's not good, and obviously he doesn't like it. Yikes! But so, um, Lord Adima, he is happy the Jesuits are here because they've got weapons, and yeah. I need weapons. And he keeps getting attacked by the uh, Ryuzoji clan, and they are very anti-Catholic. So, please help me. <laughs> it didn't take long for them to get an anti-Catholic sort of group going. I mean, he was already there, uh, you know, because Jesuits have already been there before. Oh, yeah, I mean, but even then, didn't take long. No, no, no. Like, they haven't been there for hundreds of years. They're like, it's annoying that they're here. Um, and not only that, but they have the entirety of, basically, Arima's land surrounded. Oh. Like, the Ryo, uh, or Ryuzoji are just like, 
hiding around his whole area. Great. So he's like, we really need some help, please. I will be Catholic. Help me out. And uh, they're like, sounds good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's all we want. Uh, A lot of people in Japan are getting baptized and mostly doing so because of their rulers getting baptized, which is what they want. Sure. Um, But they don't actually know any Christian beliefs or like tenets. It's just like their Lord gets baptized, so they get baptized. Missionary work is weird. Um, Conversion is weird. But the church just wants numbers, so they don't even care really. Uh, It's so corporate. Yeah. Like, they really... What about the numbers? They really don't care if anyone actually believes in God. They're just like, we just want numbers. But why do you just... It's so depressing. Why do you just want numbers? It doesn't make sense It doesn't mean anything. Right. Whereas, like, you know, um, Mormon missionaries, like, spend a lot of time, like, teaching people and talking to people. And then, like, the person won't even get baptized. And they're like, okay, well, let us know if you want to talk some more. Yeah. The the benefit of having been founded relatively recently. Right. Instead of being so aggressive. Like, we need numbers. We need the numbers. And it's like, do they report numbers? Yeah, of course. Everybody needs numbers. Like, data is important. Sure. Like, data's fine. But the data isn't why you do it. We're not trading guns for get people baptized. Not, <laughs> I don't know why I really thought you were going to... We're not trading Yu-Gi-Oh cards here. <laughs> it's not about how many you have. It's not time to do the duel. <laughs> about the, how many white-eyes dragons you got. <laughs> um, so Yasuke is not a fan of the recycled Buddhist temple they're staying at because the doors are paper and the building is really thin wood and he's like, we're going to die. Upcycle. But then he hears uh, Valignano wants to speak or sneak into Arima's castle, you know, because he got to sneak past all the bad guys uh, who want to kill them, the anti-Catholic people. Mm-hmm. Um, but Valignano's like, if Arima snuck out to talk to me, because he did, yeah. uh, why can't we sneak in? And I'm like, it's his house. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, did, can you? Did he say you couldn't? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so they've been in Japan for less than a week, and now they're back on a boat Ugh. on a sampan. Uh, which is a small fishing boat, basically, to try to sneak into Hanoi Castle uh, to see Arima. Mm -hmm. And they land on a beach, and they meet Arima's men, uh, who escort them through forests and up and down mountains because it's Japan. So, like, that's how you get places. Uh, But they make it without incident, so good for you. There you go. Into Hanoi, um, which is less of a castle and more of a fort. But, you know... Same difference. You gotta bump it up. Most castles start out as forts. Most castles are f- fortuitous. I feel like that's fairly yeah. safe to say. Pretty also, much. nice, nice wordplay. Thank you. <laughs> Fortius. Fortuitous. Um, but uh, Yasuke's happy because this building is made out of stone and not paper. Yeah. So that's good. <laughs> the other one was exceptionally bad defensively. Yeah, he's like, yeah, from a defensive standpoint of me as your bodyguard, the other one was terrible. Someone could just bust through a paper door with a knife and kill you. He's like, this one, <laughs> without better. even speeding up or forcing my way, I could slowly walk through the wall. Yes, right. <laughs> and they would crumble. <laughs> so true. My um, head touched the ceiling. Nowadays, uh, the Hanoi Castle ruins are currently in, oh, uh, this word is very long, um, Minamishi Mabara, which is, uh, it, or in Japan. Um, and it's, yeah, so it's no longer there, really. Just mm-hmm. like outlines of buildings, just like, you know, like when you go to ruins in Europe and it's like, there was a castle here and now it's like 12 stones and you're like, cool. Cool. His- <laughs> Look at the history. But in case anyone wanted to know where it was. 
That's where it is. That's where it is. Um, they are offered food the next morning, what they describe as what Lord Arima thought they would want to eat. Oh. Meat, which was rare in Japan. Not rare, like cooked, just they don't have it. Yeah. Uh, rice and broth with white fish and veggies. But they also mentioned that the meat is like super overcooked and tough because the people yeah. who made it clearly don't know how to cook meat. Yeah. But, you know, appreciate the thought. That's nice. You tried. Them. And yeah. it sounds good. Totally. And apparently uh, Lord Arima used to be anti-Catholic, but and he led a rebellion against his father, who is now deceased, mm-hmm. uh, with a force of 15,000 men to give up their faith because his dad was Catholic. Awkward. But now he's losing, so he's like, I would like to be Catholic, Awkward. too. But it also says that happened several years ago, and when they get there, he's 12. So I'm like, what is he, like, eight? <laughs> when he like, was leading a rebellion against his dad? When I was six, I murdered my father. I'm so confused. <laughs> Whoa. This sounds like an uncle puppet situation, uh-huh. but they don't ever mention an uncle. Right. So then I'm like, I don't know. Like, are you actually just a super hardcore, <laughs> competent child? Maybe. He seems, like, the way he's described in the book, he doesn't sound like a child, like, emperor king situation. Mm -hmm. Like, he sounds like an adult. So I'm like, maybe he is. Maybe. He's just capable, weirdly. Too capable for his dad. Because he killed him, probably. Yeah. Though, again, (laughs) awkward that you immediately are like, well, I guess I'll be Catholic. Yeah. I guess that's what I'll do. Well. Like, okay. I mean, whatever works. Now he's like, now I get why my dad was Catholic. He needed guns. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, my dad knew what he was talking about after all. That Too classic, for that. classic growing up <laughs> mantra, except you killed him. And you're 12. <laughs> and you're 12. <laughs> Sorry. But Valignano offers Arima some real sick cannons, and he's like, these will definitely beat your enemies, but only if you're, like, super into Jesus. Some super awesome biblical cannons. Mm-hmm. What? Pew, pew. So Arima offers to get baptized, which, you know... Like, Catholics will stop at nothing to get you baptized. They're like, here's a canon, but you have to get baptized. I mean, honestly, given how little they seem to expect from you after that, like, why not? Sure. Uh, he also promises to destroy Buddhist statues and temples nearby, which, you oh. know, as a historian, pains me that you yeah. would do such a thing. Um, but that seems mostly like he just wants to use the materials to, like, bolster up his castle. Yeah, and fair. uh Archaeologists have looked at it now, and they're like, yeah, it definitely mm-hmm. has materials from Buddhist shrines in it, uh, specifically tombstones from British, or, uh, Buddhist graveyards had been, like, crushed up and used there. So, like, it's, re- it's definitely cursed. Uh, that's why your castle doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, that's why it's dead. I, don't, you I think this. that might be why your castle isn't there <laughs> anymore. Yeah. And they tell um, Arima that monogamy is required. For being Catholic, which he's, like, not happy about because the Japanese don't really do that at the time. It's just, like, smile and nod. Yeah, they're not interested. But, you know, he's like, I wanted the cannon, so sure, I'll do that. Um, and there's another local lord, um, Omura Sumitara, and we're just going to call him Oruma. Um, and he is in he, – he was real tight with the Jesuits. Mm-hmm. And then his daughter refused to marry Arima. Um in a marriage they arranged. Oh. And Omura supported her, his daughter. Which, oh. like, thank you. Um, that she didn't want to marry him, and it's fine. Also, it would have been slightly awkward because Arima is Oruma's uncle. So his daughter would have been marrying her great uncle, but he's younger than her. Weird family trees. Yeah, too much intermingling. So that might also be part of why she doesn't want to marry him. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh... Uh, Omura has already been baptized, so mm-hmm. that one's out as far as, like, what he can do to get back in their favor because he still needs help also. Um, 
And so have all his 60,000 followers, unfortunately. So they don't care about him anymore. Yeah. And then he won't force his daughter to marry this other guy. It's like, what do I do? You know? <laughs> what do I do? And so he gives the Jesuits Nagasaki. It's the town. Wow. The city. That's, uh, you really loved your daughter. It's an entire port. He says, you, take it. It's like, you know what? My daughter or Nagasaki and you chose your daughter and that is... Incredible. I mean, wow. In the 1500s? Thank you. Like, any time. But especially, wow. Yeah, I feel like the um, the the ex- expectation that you'll respect your daughter has gone up, but so has the price of Nagasaki. Oh, it's true. <laughs> Very true. But that you would offer something like that to them instead of your daughter. Like, it's so much yeah. easier to have your daughter marry this kid. Right. Whatever. Uh, no. But uh, Valignano considers that offer from Amura for several months about Nagasaki. Mm-hmm. Uh, also doesn't let Arima get baptized for seven months. Oh. Because he wants to make sure you're committed, I guess. Okay. I don't know. Weird okay. ploy. Confusing to me. But do you want it? Do you really want it? Uh, Very Jewish of you. And they're stressed out because, like I said, it's, you know, it's the age of the country at war. So we're in full swing Civil War time. And there's only a few main people left who are, like, really fighting it out. Mm-hmm. And the main guy is Lord uh, Oda uh, Nobunaga. He's the chief warlord. He's the one who said, shoguns are out. We're not using that word anymore. And he's set up in Kyoto mm-hmm. to basically say, I'm the emperor. Yeah. He's not the emperor, technically. But, well, I feel like the emperor is whoever the person with the most power who says he's emperor is emperor. He's not saying he's emperor, though. There is a guy <laughs> saying that he's emperor. Does he need to say he's emperor? No. It's like when uh, Absolutely like not. those couple of seconds between every election when Putin isn't the president. Mm-hmm. It's like, does he need to be? Does he need to be? Isn't he already in charge? I don't think it matters what his title is. Yeah. I just want to say technically there's an emperor and he's not, but he also lives where the emperor lives and he's basically in charge. Yeah. So... Uh, meanwhile, Yasuke is using his previous training from India, and he's working with Arima's soldiers to develop escape plans, contingency plans, and just, like, general defense for the area. Mm, so educated. He is so competent. Competent. And I have mm. a competency kink, so I'm like, yes. I'm so into this. <laughs> Love it. Uh, Valignano um, and a native Japanese man who goes by Paolo Yohokin. Sure. Which does, I don't know how to say that in any accent. Yeah, I'm confused <laughs> what accent I should be adopting. I don't know what to do with that. And, and I was confused that he was, I was like, where is he from? And then it was like Japan. And I was like, no, nah, Are we think. sure? Are we? It's confusing to me. He took a new name. Uh, and Father Foi, who's the best uh, Japanese translator on the mission, are plotting together to how to take over, you know, I mean, convert mm-hmm. Japan. <laughs> Invade. Yeah. I mean, with Jesus, Japan. <laughs> And uh, they're just doing the classic strategy of we come in and we just adapt your culture to our religion. Yeah. And then we just talk crap about your other ones. We're like, no, that one's stupid. You want this one. Yeah. Uh, And that's pretty typical for Christians in non-Christian areas. Yeah. Yeah. But. uh, I mean, how else are you going to do it? Right. And and they, they do want it to stick. They want them to stay Catholic. So they're not just going to bribe them. They they feel like they got to truly believe, which I think is why they're making them wait. Yeah. Because they're like, no, I want you to be committed to this. Um, which, like, you know, the other guy already got baptized. He seems pretty committed. He's still good. Yeah. He just didn't want the marriage thing. Mm-hmm. They're like, I want you to really commit to giving us. I think they actually wanted him to change his mind, and he just wouldn't. <laughs> he just won't. Um, 
But Yasuke is suspected in this time to have been like training and he's like swimming, you know, doing what it gotta do to keep it shape. Maybe doing, he's doing push ups, sit ups. Maybe he's drinking in town. Drinking juice. Um also probably banging some ladies because yeah. you know. Um because you know. Because you know. And I guess at the time Japan has a very kind of um casual relationship with sex mm-hmm. that they're like sex is like for fun and uh just like general like physical needs instead of like specifically confined to relationships or anything yeah um so like pretty easy to just like have some casual sex if you want yeah I good for you i can see that it's uh i don't know when Things have changed. When, you're, when your bloodline doesn't matter as much because you can just decide mm-hmm. you're the most powerful person yeah. by getting enough, like, horses or whatever. Right. It doesn't matter as much that you are really certain that your wife is having your sperm baby. It's true. And yeah. you have, like, other wives, so. Right, and they, and they <laughs> still, cares? like, on the sanctity of marriage, they still pretty much believe that you need to be dedicated to your spouse. Yeah. Like, they sound, they'll have concubines if you're, like, a high-up guy. Mm-hmm. But um, for, like, unmarried people, they're like, ah, whatever, kind of. <sighs> and I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Sounds good to me. You know, like I said, Japan is now different. <laughs> they are much less chill and cool about it, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Um. In a weird way. When you, I know, when you squeeze down real hard on a society, the weirdness comes out mm-hmm. real fast. <laughs> it's true. Especially island nations that are just so insular. That is like, no. That's why you get so much uh, really specific, colorful literature out of Japan. It's true. On certain topics. <laughs> Some places. But anyway, so that's that's what he's up to mostly. Uh, he works out with samurai so he can learn their techniques and their weapons in case he needs to fight somebody who does those techniques because he's worried about assassins. Oh, my gosh. Uh, but also then just makes him better at things. <sighs> I want to play Sekiro so bad. <laughs> just after listening to this, I'm like, yeah. Heck yeah. Hell yeah. Get a sword. Fighting people. Um, and since most of them don't read Latin and... Um, None of the Japanese people do. And by most of them, I mean most of the people who are here to be Jesuits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then also the Japanese don't at all. Um, they use, like, pictures and plays to oh, convey the cute. religion, like, religious stories. Because um, most of these people have never heard biblical stories, obviously. Kabuki Jesus. Yeah. But it's, like, it's weird to me because, like, both of us, like, went to, like, Sunday school when we were kids. Like, you grew up hearing stories from mm-hmm. the Bible. So then, like, they aren't as weird-seeming because you're like, well, yeah, I've heard this before. Right. But, like, it got to be really weird for the Japanese people. Yeah. It, uh... And it's so different from their normal stuff. <laughs> like, imagine... Um... <laughs> Like, you had never heard about Greek mythology yeah. or any of the stories, and then someone comes up to you and is like, this is a real religion. And, they're, and like, real casual about it. Like, they don't seem bothered. Yeah, and this is the main god, and he has a lot of kids. Sometimes he's usually an animal when mm-hmm. he bangs people. Random women uh, just who all, aren't consenting. All the time. No one consents. Very low consent rate. Right, and they're just like, what? Is this yeah. not weird? He had this baby with a woman when he was a swan and had yeah. sex with her. What? His wife got mad and he turned a lady into a cow and she, like, ran away until she died. Yeah, it's very strange to hear, like, mythology for the first time in yeah. general. All mythology is weird <laughs> AF. It is. And it's just, like, which one you get accustomed to. Yeah, so they, they've never young. heard any of this. They're like, it's really weird. But um, they do a Christmas play on Christmas. <laughs> And Yasuke or Yasuke plays Balthazar, who's Hell the yeah. black magi who gives Christ myrrh. Oh my gosh, he would have been just like 
like a couple smallish wise men, mm-hmm. and then Yasuke just, just like big thun, boom boom walks here. in. What gift did Balthazar give? Myrrh. He's like, have some myrrh, <laughs> dur. <laughs> <laughs> Judas, Judas, <laughs> no. Um, but there's like a crowd. There's a crowd of like a thousand people to watch this. Wow. They have nothing to do. And they love Yasuke. Like, they're just clapping like crazy for I mean, him. Yeah. They're like, his performance is incredible. <laughs> and I'm like, it's so funny. When he said I murder, about, like, oh, yeah, it was the best. Whoa. It was so funny. I don't really understand it because I don't speak English, but the fun. <laughs> I don't know who I know Judas was, is. I know it was funny. <laughs> I don't know who Judas is. <laughs> they haven't gotten to that part. Not sure what's happening. Maybe they explain in a call Is back. he in this play? I don't know. <laughs> no. He's in a different one. But, uh... Yeah, they love him, um, and I'm like, yeah, of course. And like, there's like, they're like, well, we have a black character for you to play in the mm-hmm. play. I'm like, how nice. <laughs> Thank you. I bet in a lot of other places they're not having a black person play <laughs> that magi. Uh, in in next year's play, we should have him play baby Jesus. <laughs> He's the baby. It's just like a, the smallest woman imaginable trying to rock him gently. Yes. <laughs> Well, and I just like I picture like you know when you do like like a lot of families who are Christian for Christmas do like home plays you know of the nativity scene and I just imagine that but then it's like giant cake. <laughs> and they're like yeah yeah whole crowd that was awesome I mean if you saw Piccolo in a nativity play you'd be like that's amazing like brilliant that's so cool look at you it's like hilarious and adorable <laughs> at the same time i love it i don't know how to feel but i do love it but i like it a lot i do like it um so they travel around japan mostly by boat because japan yeah um their road system only sort of exists and it's not good <laughs> yeah um yasuke is really good at languages because he's moved around so much so he picks up japanese pretty good mm-hmm. um pretty fast and in uh 1579 Valniano and Yasuke receive unfortunate news from Oda uh, Nobunaga, who's like the head dude in Japan. Mm-hmm. His dumb son. <laughs> yeah, it's very common. You know how it would be. Yeah. Uh, went to conquer a small province called Iga, mm-hmm. uh, which he thought was going to be like so easy. Uh, it's a tiny place. They have like almost no people. That was like a tester, awesome. a tester village for him to conquer. I mean, his dad told him not to. Oh, um, no. But Even he did what? it anyway. <laughs> you must never go there, son. But he lost thousands of troops and had to run home to daddy crying. That's a mistake. And most of his troops were defeated by shinobi or ninjas. Well, how about that? To which I would like to pause here and talk directly to Ubisoft. Um, where is the game? <laughs> um, we got boats. We got ninjas. We got samurais. We got Jesuits. We got, <laughs> we got big buildings that are fun to climb on. You can you can have a good mix of people of color because, like, clearly we've got them going on. Clearly. Um, you, it can be so many things. So many battles going on. It's awesome. So much politics. Also, there are pirates. Come on. Like, that's, that's your biggest thing right now is you'll only do somewhere if it has an ocean. They have so many boats. <laughs> so many boats. How, there's not a better time in Japan for you to do where there are simultaneously samurais, ninjas, and pirates. Yeah. I'm just saying. And Jesuits. And, like, Vikings are cool. Sure. Fine. Whatever. But you haven't done China and you haven't done Japan. And they're like, there's too many games about ninjas and whatever. You know what? 
They don't have to be a ninja. They could be a samurai. Yeah. And. They could be Yasuke. They could be Yasuke. Uh, and. Um, Yasuke. You act like there weren't also a million pirate games when you made a pirate game. <laughs> so zip. I know. Zip. I know. Also, they could just be a pirate. Just like, why? So stop. Where did pirate Arguing with me. You know what? Too bad. There are more pirates than just those white pirates. Be quiet. That nasty, drunk, white man <laughs> pirate. I mean, I love him, but he's so <laughs> stupid. Yeah, I love him because he's awful and a yeah. piece of garbage. Agreed. Um, but yeah, so his son's an idiot, and they all got murdered by ninjas. So, yay. I would be really nervous to go back to dad. <laughs> yeah. Like, right? Oh. I think I'd just leave. Just, yeah. Like, I well. Mean, just seppuku, you know? Bye. Yeah. It's, like, it's over. At best, seppuku. Worst case, just, like, get a little a little bindle and stick. Yeah. And just go into the mountains and become a monk. And uh, this is bad for the Jesuits because Nobunaga's, like, their main protector guy right now. Mm-hmm. So... That he has this like huge blow struck to his troops is bad news. He's kind of the one protecting them from all these other anti-Catholic groups. So now they're nervous, uh, and they're super afraid of ninjas because they aren't sure that they're real. Oh my god! Like they're That's they're so cool. Like kind of um, cryptids right now. Mm-hmm. But you know, people are saying that they keep getting attacked by them, so that's scary. What if and they? What if every time, sorry for interrupting, You're fine. what if every time we say ninjas, we have like a 1.5 second clip of the Naruto like ninja theme? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we'll get, you know, they'll get, we'll get in trouble. Nah, one point, one second, <laughs> no, the I'm, algorithms will never I'm catch afraid. it. Uh, I'm No, we just get a like shink <laughs> sound like of throwing a ninja star. Um, like that ho oh, sound. <laughs> but yeah, not only are they afraid of ninjas because they're like, don't know if they're real, but they sound really scary. But also, uh, they heard about one guy who was killed by a ninja who was hiding in his latrine. And that the ninja... (laughs) (laughs) That is scary. The guy sat down to take a dump. And then he got cut up from his butt to his stomach all the way. Yeah. By a ninja. And it took him four days to die. Through his butt. (laughs) So they're real scared of ninjas. I, I, I just... I was imagining the ninja hiding in there. Yes, he how was. Long, how long was he in there? I don't know. Waiting for Did someone. Did he actually get pooped on? I don't know. <laughs> he was like, that's the wrong asshole. <laughs> that's not him. I have to get the one I came for. I know. what. Like I, I, and he's done research. He knows what he looks like. Against the side of the latrine so he doesn't get hit. Yeah. Uh, but that's why I don't live, like, in any extremely tropical place. Yeah. Um, because I'm worried about something crawling up through the plumbing mm-hmm. into the toilet. Because it happens. Because it happens, and it's usually like snakes. But what a good also mission for your game, Ubisoft, where you have to hide in the poop place. That's hilarious. Everyone loves the poop place. That's so funny. <laughs> it's so universal and so funny. That one's uh, that one's free. That one's yeah. Go you can do just, it. Please. You can just have that. I one. I just want to play the game. Um, and samurai are very honor-based, right? Which is why they commit seppuku when they have betrayed honor. <laughs> Nothing uh, is less honorable than latrine ninja. Ninjas are not honorable. <laughs> they are hired guns. They are sneaky and terrible. You know, like ninja or uh, samurai specifically try to cut the heads off the people because it's the quickest way to do it. Because they'll reanimate. No. <laughs> it's because it's the quickest way to kill someone and, like, the most humane. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, guillotines. That's why they do them. But, uh... And deficiency. 
and same for samurai's efficiency. But the ninjas, no, they're cutting you up the butt, and it's mean. <laughs> up the butt when you were pooping. <laughs> and four days to die. It's terrible. At your most vulnerable and relaxed because you were in your sacred space yeah. of pooping. Mm-hmm. And then a ninja's in there. Right up your butt. What? It's the worst, dude. <laughs> Who else is going to have trouble? Like, you're going to start turning on the light when you go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. Yeah. Like, is there a ninja? Just any, it. any ninjas in here? <laughs> if there are ninjas in this home, please leave. <laughs> any ninjas in the latrine? So in uh, 1580, they moved to Nagasaki, which they were gifted, and they had finally accepted it. And uh, I think they were given it in perpetuity. So Portugal might own Nagasaki, I guess, or the Catholic Church maybe There's does. no way. Technically. Really? Maybe. May- that'd be... I mean, it probably doesn't count anymore because that guy got killed by someone else who probably took it over and said, just kidding, no. But yeah. I'm pretty sure from what I read, it said forever. Wow. So that's dangerous wording. Don't ever put that in there. <laughs> you know, like the same with Josiah and like Prince of Gore. He got that forever. Right. So like his ancestors still sort of own it. But like, don't. Power resides where it resides, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and Arima has now been baptized. We're all good. We dunked that little boy in a well. We did it. In a well. Yep. <laughs> Drown him. We're in the mountains. Now we I'm in charge of this area. Couldn't find any other water, so we just kind of put him in a... No, they just throw him in the ocean. In like, a bucket. Go. Like, all right, now you swim back. <laughs> just like Jesus. Just like Jesus. Swim back. <laughs> Didn't he walk? <laughs> Pretty sure it wasn't that deep. I've seen pictures. No, no, no. Well, if you can walk, feel free. Yeah, are you tall enough to walk? Twelve year old, twelve year old tiny baby boy. <laughs> no, when the average size is five two, you little twelve year old. No way. <laughs> Imagine how short he is compared to Yas- like Yasuke. Oh my god, he's like, tiny. Have you ever seen those pictures where it's like two uh, Olympic athletes standing next to uh-huh. each other? Yeah, and it's like one of them's a gymnast yeah. and the other one's I don't know basketball player, like basketball player. Yeah. You're like these aren't even the same species. This is not, these are different human. Yeah, right. They're just not the same. What? There's no way that these two yeah. entities are capable of producing children together. Yeah. It's not possible. Like when you put chihuahuas next to, like, giant dogs, so you're just like, what? Yeah, great Danish chihuahua. I'm like, these, are these the same species That's anymore? Wrong. I don't think no, they are. I don't think they can do stuff. But so under the Jesuits, Nagasaki blossoms. It's amazing because now uh, every European wants to trade there, right? Because they know it's safe. It's cool. Mm-hmm. There are other white people there. We're good. Yeah, it's really the and it's the white people is the main one. They know that the Jesuits are selling a lot of guns, so they're like, "Sweet, we'll bring by some guns. Love that, and you can hand them over." Uh, and they're still worried about the uh, Ryuzoji who are around. And also, uh, they're to the north. And then to the south, they have another anti-Catholic uh, clan that doesn't like them called the Satsuma. Little baby orange clan. <laughs> little Satsuma. You can't be afraid of them. They won't hurt you. Oh, your tiny little, little baby oranges. Tiny and so sweet and very juicy. And that is where the oranges are from. So I'm like, cool. What does that word actually mean? I think it means little orange. Really? I think so. Oh. Or it's just the name of the area. I don't know. Hmm. But Valignano, uh, he has walls built around the city, and he instructs Yasuke to train the militia there. Hell yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's not just, like, bodyguard. He's Hell like, yeah. He's kind of the, like, commander. He's, like, the head of the eastern branch of the Jesuit military. Assistant to the <laughs> <laughs> regional, regional manager, manager of the yeah. army of the... Assistant to the visitor of India, which is this guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the author assumes at the time that Yasuke is hunting, fishing, making friends, and banging chicks. Sure, all the things you do when you're... Having a good time. Living? Yeah, you know what you do. Gosh. That's what there's to do around there. What an idyllic, weirdly pastoral <laughs> fantasy. Yeah, how nice. 
Um, uh, Ryuzoji agrees to a peace with Arima, so the anti-Catholics are like, we'll do a peace, to leave the Jesuits alone for now. But I don't know how long it's supposed to be. For now. Uh, And Lord Otomo Sorin, who's another guy, uh, rules what is now Oita, and he's like one of the most powerful Christian lords that's around. Mm. And he's a huge slut. Um, (laughs) You slut. Like, he literally pulls a King David and gets a man killed in battle so he can bang that guy's wife. Yeah. He's super slutty. And then he, like, basically, like, has sex with her, gets bored of her, and throws her away. Like, he killed her husband just to do that. At least David was, like, committed. He, like, really wanted that lady. And he stuck with it, and he got in trouble for it. Mm -hmm. They need to teach him about David. David. I don't think he's heard of it. Have you heard of David? And he needs to learn about David. You, David. You, David. You, Otomo. You. <laughs> you. Uh, he also became a Christian specifically to divorce his old wife because he wants to marry a young lover of his, uh, and she's getting baptized too. Mm. And so they're like, well, that one doesn't count in the eyes of God. He's like, lovely. I'll get married huh. to this lady. Great. Cool. And you're just like, yeah, it's weird because you'd be like, Catholics don't like divorce, but they're like, ah, yeah, marriage doesn't count. Yeah, that one's only if you're married to actual, you know, Catholics. And so his ex-wife shaved her head, attempted to take her own life, threatened to kill their daughters in the woods, and then kept a tight grip on her son, who's the ruler, and she's very anti-Catholic now, obviously. Yeah. I mean, Mm -hmm. that sounds reasonable. Yeah. I get it. Why you wouldn't like it. They helped him get away from you, specifically to marry someone else younger than you. Mm-hmm. What a-holes. What a-hole. And we don't know her real name, but uh, the Jesuits called her Jezebel the Witch. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. So she was probably, like, a really nice lady. Uh, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. But she also, like, does ancient and esoteric rituals for old gods. So, like, she's kind of a witch. So, like, that's not real, like, because a lot of times they call people a witch and it's like, she's, there's just a woman doing things you don't like. Yeah, they just, like, switch the first letter. This lady, I think, is a witch. (laughs) So. (laughs) That is cool, though. Yeah, with her, like, shaved head and, like, she's going to kill herself. And then she's like, no, you know what? I'm going to kill you. And now I'm a witch. With magic. And so she specifically, like, when Jesuits get into a certain area, she'll send missives to that area and be like, hey, they're trying to trick you. You need to dedicate yourself to the old gods or, like, terrible things are going to happen. She's, like, spooking them into like not being Christian. Oh, she's so cool. Yeah. Everything about this is so cool. <laughs> she's awesome, dude. You have ninjas and samurai and witches. Go on. What? And the Catholics she thinks she works for Baal, um, who's a false god in the Bible, uh, or she works for like the actual devil, like for Satan. Mm-hmm. So that's fun. And I'm like, probably not because she doesn't know who they are. Yeah. How could she know? But, you know, I think maybe Satan is using her, you know, and she just doesn't realize it's Satan. Yeah, that's what Satan usually does with witches. Yeah. Gets all up in them. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the Jesuits are staying with Otomo right now. Uh, A fire breaks out, and they're pretty sure it's arson from Jezebel. Mm. Um, Or a spirit of Jezebel. Because it's like only one building, and it's only the building that, like, the emperor, or not the emperor, this lord is in. And. Uh, it's like, I think he was staying there and it was like an alternate from where he usually stays. Mm. Yeah. So they're pretty sure. And they're pretty sure she hired a ninja to do it. Mm -hmm. So there's that. Crawled (laughs) up through the latrine, set it on fire. Just trying to ruin you, dude. But all of them live. They're fine. Um, they're just freaked out now. (laughs) But they're like, that's pretty much all we have to do here. So we're going to (laughs) leave. See you later, dude. Bye. Um, and they get summoned by uh, Nobunaga 
to Kyoto. He's like, yeah, come over here. Um, they're going to try to convert him because I don't think he's actually Catholic. I think he's just like appreciates their assistance. Yeah. So they want to convert him. Um, but also they want to ask permission to leave Japan peacefully because this was kind of – that's Valignano's kind of whole thing. They've been there for years now mm-hmm. and he's kind of done his business and now he's scared. So he's like, I'm going to go somewhere else. Because he can still, because it's like he can still go to China and India and all in Southeast Asia, all these other places. So he's like, Japan's scary right now. I don't want to be here anymore. Y'all scary. And I already did my like checklist, so <laughs> I want to go. I'm a Jesuit, and y'all scary. Um, but that to get to Kyoto, it t- it's 300 mile journey, and oh it's going to take them two weeks. Yeah, um, by boat. If they tried to go by land, my it would take them like boat? three months. Oh my gosh, they're going like all the way around. Yeah, they're on like the like Nagasaki's like on the. Lowest island and then on, like, the western side. And then mm-hmm. Kyoto's, like, on the main island in, like, the eastern, like, middle. Yeah. So it's not easy to get there. It takes forever. Uh, and not only that, but there are pirates on the way that have to be bribed or they will just ruin your whole life or just kill you. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, um, that is a way of ruining your whole life. That's true. <laughs> Uh, and also, you know, the waters be rough in this area, scallywags. You gotta get the pirates. Waters be rough. It's scary. Um, so they hire some former pirates to escort them. Oh, <laughs> smart. Being a pirate's like quite a quite a little business. Yeah. Uh, they hire a man named uh, Murakami, and he's going to lead them through. Mm-hmm. And he like... <laughs> I love your works. Yeah. He, he knows like the signals and like how to talk to them and like the general people who are around. So they're like pretty comfortable with him. Leading the way. I have a quote that says, The sailors were dressed in rough-looking short kimonos tied at the waist with hemp and rope and were either barefoot or had rice straw sandals. And I was like, oh, fanning myself. Sailors. Hi. (laughs) Stevedore. Short kimonos. (laughs) Very, oh, all that leg showing. But my favorite thing I learned about this was about these people, the Ama, Mm -hmm. who are sea women. Yes. Um, they are women who strip naked and then they like deep dive with no equipment for uh, like shellfish and coral and like pearls and stuff. Nice. Uh, very cool. And I was like, ooh, sexy. You mm-hmm. know, and it mentioned that people do this also in India at the time. But yeah. it's like men and women and they're not naked. Yeah. I think um, like a lot of different cultures around the Pacific do that. Of course. Why wouldn't yeah. you? Um, so yeah, it makes sense. You know, it's like not a weird thing, but they're like, oh, hot, you know, like little, like actual mermaids. Right. Um, but then they get close and they're not hot because (laughs) they grab things with their teeth. So they're like real rough and gross because they're like like pearls and stuff up against them. And they also have like super red eyes because of the pressure and all the salt water in their eyes. Yeah. So they're like scary. (laughs) But that's my favorite kind of mermaid. Mermaids are scary. Hot and scary. So I Sirens who kill you. Right. But I'm like, yeah, they sound exactly like mermaids, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, I also like they say they'll dive down there for like five minutes. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, that's, oh, gosh. I mean, five minutes isn't. That long no. if you're very trained. It's the, like, getting down there and then coming back up yeah. safely. Right. Which and is they don't really – and just them having no equipment at all. Yeah. It's like – and they're naked. I'm just like – Have you ever watched uh, – <laughs> Sounds like the worst. Like, free divers? Like, they, they have videos on YouTube and stuff. Oh, yeah. But just, like, someone without any equipment just, like, going straight down it's into horrible. a sinkhole that you can't see the bottom of. It's like, no. It's the worst thing I've ever seen. Not going to do it. And then they die and everyone's like, it's so sad. And I'm like, is it – 
they went there. No one forced them Whose fault down is it there. That they died. It is so listen, listen. <laughs> like if you free dive, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, like good for you, but also very scary. But also, if you die, it's your fault. It's kind of the like if you die from a bad dive. Yeah, it's it's sympathetic, opposite yet the same thing. It's like skydiving. Yep. You asked for this. You asked for the depth. Yeah. It's why I would never do either of those things. I'm also just not a like adrenaline person. Yeah. I just I don't see. I don't get the point of it, I guess. Or, like, I'm an adrenaline person for, like, horror movies. Mm-hmm. But if those are safe. You're, you're couch house. adrenaline. Yeah. I don't need to be physically moving very, very fast. So, like, you remember I took a diving class in college, mm-hmm. uh, which was really fun. It, was, it sucked because at the end of it I couldn't go out to, you know, hundreds of miles away to take the test. So I never got certified. Right. But I did finish the class. And I've been, uh, like, swimming on teams mm-hmm. since... I was like, I don't know, elementary school. Yeah. Um, and diving, even with like a tank and stuff, is terrifying. Oh, yeah. Like, I feel like even the more you're used to swimming, the more it freaks you out mm-hmm. because you know there's that pattern of going up and getting air. Right. And then you don't. You just, you're sit, staying. D- you just sit down there and it feels, it feels so wrong mm-hmm. and was just, I don't know, there were... There were some tests that we had to do. Like there was someone at one point just left. They're like, oh, I can't, yeah. I can't do the sure. class. It's like you would have to pair up with a buddy, take off your goggles, mm-hmm. uh, and then trade back one right. oxygen thing yeah. back and forth. And you know, you're at the bottom of a 14 foot pool. Yeah. And it just, it's like, it sounds impossible. Even yeah. after being in this class for an entire semester, you're still like, I no. can't do that. I can't do that. That sounds like the worst thing possible. No, thank you. Uh, and then you do it and you're like, it wasn't that bad, but it still sounds impossible. And I, I never want to I never want to do that again. No, I had to force myself to snorkel. So, yeah, I don't like snorkeling. It's not very fun. It's it's it a fine. weird, terrible in between of like keeping your head down, but yeah, not, I like being able to breathe out my nose. Mm-hmm. I just do. Yeah, my and my tube was bad, so I kept getting water in my goggles. It wasn't good, but it was like pretty. I'm yeah, like, okay, I get it. It's nice to I understand there. the point. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> the scariness of the sea, hot, scary mermaids. Mm-hmm. Um, so they make it to Sakai, uh, which is. Their final destination, it's the Venice of Japan. Oh. Because it's got, like, canals, kind of. Oh, okay. Water coming in. They built it on a swamp. It's a little swamp town, Mm -hmm. sort of. (laughs) Uh, And there's a welcome committee waiting for them. Uh, (laughs) Like, Yasuke, Yasuke. Hello, hi. Uh, They spend the night at a local Catholic's house, and then they make their way to Osaka. Mm -hmm. Um, They're on horseback. Uh, Not Yasuke. He's walking. Um, And they head... There with giant crucifixes around their necks Whoa. and a banner to show that they're Jesuits. Blinged out. I know. I've just imagined giant gold cross bling bling, like Flava Flav status. <laughs> yeah. Gold teeth, big sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's up? Jesuits in town. We in the house. Uh, Valignano also has a holy relic with him, which once again, piece of Eden right here. He's got a sliver from Jesus's cross. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah. I wonder how many of those are... Circling exist. around. It's a big cross. There's lots of slivers. 
Yeah, that's what they tell you, I'm yeah. sure, when they're like, this liver is definitely a part of the totally. cross. Totally. Mm-hmm. Hmm. This is definitely a saint's toe. It's definitely not something I bought and then just scraped off. <laughs> definitely not just someone's toe randomly <laughs> from a corpse I found. This is definitely Napoleon's penis, not just a random <laughs> penis I have. That we keep in our house. <laughs> Um, but anyway, relics are fun. <laughs> a huge crowd draws to Yasuke specifically. I said draws, draws, draws. I'm like, where am I from? Because um, he's the first black man they've probably ever seen. Because yeah. this isn't like Osaka. By the time they get there, is not like a port city. So they, this is inland. They're not mm. seeing black people generally. Yeah. So they're like, oh my gosh, what's happening? Um, and it gets so bad that they put him on horseback because people are like crowding around the yeah. whole group so that yeah. they can't move forward. So they put him on horseback so people can see him and they don't have to get so close. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard that same experience happening to other like people I've known who've gone to Japan. Mm-hmm. Especially like one of my friends who is black went there and she's like, yeah, yeah, everyone, I think she was an exchange student. Right. She's like, yeah, everyone wants to touch your hair. Oh, I'm sure. Everyone wants to touch your hair. Yeah, and they, they all really want to touch him in general. Yeah. Um, like another friend who is just like very blonde and yes. like straight hair. They're like, Whoa. Oh, totally. Touchy, touchy. Yeah, and it's like, this is not appropriate. Aren't you supposed to be, like, very polite and, like, no, 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 no. But, like, it's blonde. Oh, you're right. They've never seen it from, like, natural. Curly. Right, you know, when I was in my, like, Japanese culture class, they said, like, the one guy who was there who was white was like, yeah, I went there for an exchange thing, and we were on a trip, like, the group of us, and one of the girls in our group is, like, blonde hair, blue eyes like really just like very Aryan looking mm-hmm. and that they watched a guy across the street stare at her so long that he ran into a pole <laughs> with his bike oh, no. I think and they it's... like went to check and see if he was okay and he was like yeah but he just like just kept staring at her and was like whoa I think it's kind of adorable it is definitely yeah, but it's like also it's usually never malicious yeah and right. and you get it it's not like when yeah. when white people touch black people's hair here in America right no it's when, like they're just like confused and surprised about it yeah whereas yeah. like you see it all the time you know what it looks like they're like celebrating they take a break to celebrate Easter because mm-hmm. it's Easter uh, but then they get a note from Nobunaga that says hurry the hell up please get over here right now Easter's over because they thought they were gonna have to wait nearby for like a month or two before he'd be like okay I'll see you now but mm-hmm. he's like no right now get here so they're like great uh, so they start speeding up, and they get to Kyoto finally, and like I said, everybody's staring at Yasuke again, obviously. Gosh, that man on a horse, I bet he's like 100 feet tall. Right, and he's not on a horse now. They decided to leave their horses, and they walked. Oh, sure. Because it's really close. Um, but yeah, I mean, when he was, it's like, yeah, oh epically huge. Oh, my gosh. Um, and, you know, it's it's more, like you're saying, with fascination probably than it is with, like, any malice. Because I don't think they even just know what to think about him, mm-hmm. mostly. They're just kind of, sh- like, shocked and surprised. Yeah. Um, the book suggests that maybe they are uh, in reverence looking at him because there are some Buddhas that have black skin. So oh. some people think that Buddha might be black. Sure. And then Shiva, um, or the Japanese version of Shiva, which is um, Daikokuten, uh, is black as well. So they like the book is kind of speculating that maybe they think he's like kind of godlike, and yeah, I guess divine type features. Yeah, my assumption would be like. 
they probably don't actually think that, but that they maybe are making that reference in their mind so that they think he's, like, yeah. interesting in, like, kind of a mythological way. Mm-hmm. That they're just like, whoa, I didn't know people actually looked like that. And yeah. that's kind of, that's just wild. So they're thinking about the people that they can think of who are all, like, gods and figures. And they're like, oh, wow. Oh, wow. He must be, like, important. He's been, like, marked by heaven. Right. And I guess they've got uh, African man in a lot of, or men in a lot of their artwork at the time. Mm. And they all look real fancy. Like, <laughs> nice. they seem to be... Think that like pretty decently about them. None of them are like slave looking or like sad yeah. or like under people. Japan's like these people are pretty cool. They're pretty sweet. They all are, like Portuguese clothes and they're really fancy. Um, oh, do you have any pictures? We should post some of those. Yeah, I can. Well, the the book that I have is like maybe I can switch it, but it's like in like nega mode, so it's like black and white, but then it's like reversed, and it's really weird. The pictures oh. look very weird. Well, yeah, so we I can, can try. We can probably reverse that. <laughs> probably, um, or I can find them somewhere online. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so they get to Kyoto, and the whole crowd swarms him, um, and they start ripping off his clothes oh, for no. souvenirs. And they're just touching him a lot. Oh, no. And not, like, aggressively as far as, like, they're not hurting him. But, like, they're just very frenzied. And everybody's really worried about it. And I'm like, he can't be happy because he's a bodyguard. Like, he's Mm -hmm. not supposed to be the issue. This is getting in the way of work. Yeah. Like, he's like, all these people are swarming me. I can't even focus on, like, protecting this guy because I can't even get over all these people. All these babes just throwing themselves on me. And the Jesuits aren't allowed to have weapons. I don't know if that's, like, in general from, like, for the church or if that's, like, in Kyoto they're not allowed to have weapons. Mm -hmm. But either way, they don't have weapons with them. Um, maybe Yasuke does, but the people he's traveling with do not. And so they start getting, you know, real frenzied and he just books it. Oh, no. He just starts running as fast as he can. Uh, and his whole entourage, like, notices that and kind of spreads out to, like, different streets all headed in the same direction because they know where they're going. Mm -hmm. Um, but they're all, like, just want to spread out to not be so confined to this giant crowd. Right. And they just keep running after him, Right. Um, they don't really have a plan. This wasn't, there's no plan of action. Yeah. It's just like, go. And now there's just a mob of all <laughs> yeah, the villagers running. coming after him. And so, uh, he's still being chased for, you know, quite a while looking back like, oh God. Oh, and God. then he's like running up to this fenced in Buddha statue that he's like, I think he's not able to vault over the fence. So he's just like, I hope it's not that strong. And like puts his shoulder down to run through it, to uh-huh. break it. And he does. Um, just bust through a fence. Strong For man. this Buddha statue. Um, and then finally he gets to the pagoda that's being used as the Jesuit church. And they slam the doors and lock them with bars, shut the shutters. <laughs> Goodbye. He'll be outside later. Go yeah. home. And Father Foy makes a joke uh, in his notebook saying, Everyone agreed if we displayed the man, we could earn eight to 10,000 cruzados. <laughs> Which oh, uh, no. apparently is like a third of their yearly mission budget. Oh my gosh! So everyone's like, "Oh man, we could, we can pay, we could set him up on a pet pedestal and get a lot of people to pay to see him." He's in such demand. Yeah, like clearly, I appreciate that's a joke though, because like people do that. Yeah, you know, like parade black people around, like look at them exotic. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, like at the world's fairs and stuff. So it's carnivals like, and stuff. I appreciate that you're just like it's hilarious how intense they are about him. Like you think he's normal, right. which is nice. <laughs> so I'm like, I appreciate your joke. Um. And then at first the crowd's hanging out for a while, uh, and then they, like, peek out of the shutters, and they notice that they're leaving and, like, fast leaving. Uh-oh. Like, they're, they as quickly as they came here, they're running the other way. Oh, no. And they're like, what is going on? I've been playing a dinosaur game. Yeah. 
<laughs> where uh, and then there's a dinosaur. Yeah, if everything starts running away uh-huh. really quick, you should follow them. Probably. You're like, what's bad around me? And then you turn around, and there's just like teeth. And it's because um, they see the soldiers from Lord Nobunaga coming yeah. up, uh, carrying his crest, which is a five-petaled black flower with gold trim. Ooh. And I'm like, dang, come on. That is sophisticated. <laughs> I know, right? Oh. Um, and then I have something to read for you, to you directly from the book. Um, this is kind of the, uh, you know... Probably slight embellishment of, like, they're having a conversation, mm-hmm. but I'm sure they didn't write down everything that happened in the conversation. But yeah. within their notebooks, these various Jesuits wrote down this happening. Okay. And so it's being played out where uh, they open the doors and Nabunaga's guards come in and they say, um, yes, how may we serve, officer? <laughs> and yeah, oh, what, he says, uh, what do you like? Lord Nobunaga will see him. And they say, yes, Father Valignano and I have granted an audience. And the captain says, no. <laughs> yeah. Him. And points at Yasuke. The, the darkness man. And says, his highness requests the pleasure of this man's presence. He desires to see what disturbs his peace. <laughs> Hell yeah, it's going to be your pleasure. To which Yasuke responds, uh, Sochi Itashi Machita, which is, I hear and obey. Hell yeah. And that's where we'll stop this time. Ooh, child. Ooh. I'll spoil for you. Um, Nobunaga is the one who makes him a samurai. Yeah. So. That's, like, so cool. Yeah. That, like, basically the head of the country is like, I want you to be a specialized warrior in my charge. I've been hearing about your good work. Yeah. And it's cool because he's not just, you know, uh, Visually stimulating, yeah, and super hot, mm-hmm. and a good fighter, and just a giant of a man. But it sounds like he actually knows his stuff, and he's educating people about yep. how to be better soldiers. Very and that's capable, a very valuable asset. Yeah, I mean, um, from multiple sources I read, they're like that's why they said they're almost positive he was a child soldier because they're like it's very unlikely that they would make him a samurai unless he was already very good at fighting, mm-hmm. and since he hasn't been training with them, like he has to have been training for a long time. Yeah, so we're pretty sure he was a soldier when he's a kid. I'm so excited! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah! But anyway, that's <laughs> that's Yasuke. <laughs> yes. And that was me okay. turning 200 pages from my phone into <laughs> like seven and a half pages. Oh, 200 was just on your phone? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We went through it really, really fast. Yeah. I mean, a lot, like I said, a lot of this is like filler of like, let me tell you about the history of Kyoto. And I'm like, no, I don't care. I don't need that. I bet it's really interesting. I'm not here for this. This okay? isn't a Kyoto episode. I included enough so that we can get the feeling, the yeah. atmosphere, you know, like interesting we facts. Have setting, some context. You know, pirates, mermaids, ladies, ninjas, that witch lady. But, like, I, I don't care so much about everything. I don't need to know, like, what the market price for chicken was. Oh, well, speaking of which, I wanted to read you one more um, thing from the book so you could understand the things that I'm skipping. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Give us an example. Here's a quote. In a teeming mass, men and women peddled snacks, pickles, water, sake, sacred charms, dancing monkeys, brewed tea, dried fish, noodles, vegetables, tofu, sex, chirping sh- cicadas in woven bamboo leaf cages, ear cleaning services, songbirds, and blessings through the street. All at once. Yeah, that's just like too many things. That's too, The list is too long. 
It's this is where a, I'm like, this book needs an editor. Like, a good one. Somehow the list is in a very unpleasing order as well. Yeah, like I feel I like some of those are more fascinating than others, and they should be in a certain place on the list. And that a lot of them are not necessary. Mm-hmm. Sake, I, I bet they do. Really? Shocking. Really? They have tofu? Wow. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. <laughs> Which... You know, I don't want to be super mean because I do appreciate that they did this at all. Because mm-hmm. otherwise I'd have no idea who he was. Yeah. Or I'll be able to even read about him and share him. You could just be like, they sold food and snacks. Yeah. Such as, and then name a couple of them. Right. I'm, I'm mostly critical of the composition of the book, not of the information. Yeah. Except for there being too much information. Like, which is mostly editing. Pickles. Yeah. Is that... <laughs> does that gotta be there? What? It made me hungry though. Now I want to go eat some pickles. Unless it was like... I don't know. Something besides cucumber? Yeah. Like, I don't know, pickled daikon radishes or something. Uh, I have no idea. Something fascinating. Anyway, thank you for joining us. Uh, We hope you enjoyed our little trip to Japan. I wanted to do some more worldly um, black history. Mm -hmm. So... Which I super appreciate. Uh, I just realized that what I want more than anything is to not be in this country. Yeah. Our country right now. (laughs) Escapism. Uh, Japan is a great place to start. Yeah. (laughs) Let's just go elsewhere. Uh, I've also got some um, black Frenchmen lined up that I'm going to be looking into. And a lot of people who I looked up were like... He's not from France. He's from America, but he moved to France because they were less racist. And I'm like, well, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you could find a place. Europe gets less racist a lot quicker than good. America does. And I feel like France especially in a way mm-hmm. because they're just so integrated with Algeria for so long. That's like, eh. Yeah. They have more like contact with it. And Morocco. Anyway. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and learned some things about some things, especially if your name is Ubisoft. Yeah. I hope you learned some things and you I know you've been uh, having problems internally. Yeah. I'll put, a, I'll, I'll put your name in the description so you can find it in tags when you search for your own name. You idiots. Come on. And uh, feel free to hire us for <laughs> your efforts. For research. Yeah. Love to. Yeah. You can join us on our Patreon. You can join our Discord. We've been having fun times there. Haley just introduced us to some, uh, what's what's the right way to put it? Covers of modern songs in medieval stylings. Yeah, there was a word. What is like bardcore? Bardcore, or incredible. Or something like that, or like I bard love, punk. That's amazing. But they, they do, and it's all like original instrumentation, yes. and the singing is like in an older style, it's old really choral good. style. I would have to look up some of my old university notes to tell you if it was accurate, period accurate, sure, uh, as far as style, but it's more accurate than it would be if you just, you know, put the, like, the instrumentation over the actual lyrics on the song. Yeah, they change the lyrics sometimes to match better with the timing. Yeah. And the ones they don't change are very interesting to me because I'm like, no, I guess that does work, um, even all the way back. Like, that seems kind of poetic in a medieval sense. Right, like, they, they like, did. Interesting. They had one for Pumped Up Kicks. Yes. Which was, all all you Bally Rooks in your buskin boots, uh... Must you go, must you go? Or faster than my arrow. Faster yeah. than my arrow. Instead of, yeah, yeah outrun my gun. Out, outrun, or yeah, faster than my bow, outrun my arrow. Yeah. Like, this is really smart, actually. Right. No, yeah, it's very clever. And uh, and yeah. then, like, you know, you shared the one of Jolene, and they changed very little. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you don't really have to. It's so timeless. Mm. Very, like, good. Very in- good. Impressive. Like, so, uh... <laughs> 
And I posted Pumped Up Kicks on our Facebook page, so mm-hmm. if you want to check that out, uh, you can like us on Facebook. Uh, we're almost to 500 likes on Facebook. That's half of a thousand. Wow. We almost have a grand. We have half a grand. Yeah, almost. Almost. Um, so join us when you do that. Uh, if you like our podcast, you can leave a review on iTunes or Stitcher or Hubble app. Uh, we appreciate that. I went through on Hubble, you know, to be transparent mm-hmm. and gave our episodes that I thought were best. I went through the whole list and gave the ones I thought were the best to start with five stars. Yeah. Um, so if you could do that, too, on the ones you really like that helps people know, you know, if they're trying our podcast out, like, what do I start with? Yeah. Um, and they can do it good instead of the beginning where they might be like, I don't love that. This isn't my favorite. And um, full disclosure, it's not our favorite either. Yeah. I don't know what else. I think that's it. You email us, circlehistorypodcast at gmail.com. Just send us whatever, my dudes. Yeah, whatever. Uh, still taking emails. We're still doing minis. We're getting caught yeah. up on those. I have one mini edited I need to upload. I just wanted to upload it like after this episode since mm-hmm. this one's slightly late. And then uh, I've got another one to edit. So we'll have a couple of those coming at you soon. Nice. Yeah. That's real nice. All right. Bye. Bye. My, my husband. <laughs> yes, gay. Yes, gay. <laughs>